Hey, welcome again to Wednesdays in the Word. Again, this is Dr. Stan, and we just are honored to be able to present you principles from the Word of God that hopefully you can apply to your life and make your day go a little bit better, especially in these crazy times. Hey, if you want to learn more about us, remember we're at vision.edu. For those that want to study and really equip themselves for areas of leadership and ministry, uh, we also have booksbyvision.org, all of our materials out there, and then drstandecoven.com if you just want to get a hold of me or learn some more about what I'm doing. You know, pretty much everything that Jesus did, everything he really taught about, was related to this concept called the kingdom of God, or again, in the book of Matthew, it would be primarily the kingdom of heaven, which is synonymous. Uh, remember, as we pray, our prayer is not, oh God, get us to heaven, but dear Lord, bring heaven to earth. And so what we're going to be looking at is, you know, what is this thing called the kingdom of God and why is it so important, especially for those of us called to minister, to serve in the area of Christian leadership. And so the, really the journey of life is all about the king and it's all about the kingdom. Really, coming from even going back to the Old Testament, even the book of Genesis, God's intention was always to establish His rule, His reign, His kingdom in the earth. And He wanted to do that, not by Himself, which obviously God could have done that, or He could have just used angels for that purpose, but He wanted to co-labor with us, with mankind. So really, one of the first primary scriptures that talk about dominion and kingdom and all of that is Genesis chapter 1. And it talks about the, both the man and the woman working together are to establish dominion or the kingdom of God in the earth. We're to have dominion over everything God's created. Everything. And of course, we're to steward everything that God has created not just for our own benefit, which it is for our benefit, benefit, but also and primarily for the very glory of God. Now, I find the kingdom is a fascinating concept and a fascinating area of teaching. And it really, it's because, you know, we recognize that not everything is done well or done even sometimes appropriately in the church. And many have tried to say that the church and the kingdom are the same thing, but they really aren't. The church is the instrument that God uses for the propagation of the kingdom, for the nurture and care of the kids of the kingdom, if you will. But the kingdom goes far beyond just the local church. It goes into the realms of every other aspect of life, whether that's politics or medicine or science, research, education, you name it. God's intention is to rule and reign through his anointed, gifted people in every aspect of the world as we see it. And we believe that God's kingdom is coming and his will is going to be done on earth as it is in heaven. And so I love this quote from William Clark. He says, the kingdom of God is not realm, but reign, not dominion or domain, I'm sorry, but dominion. And really what, uh, what the kingdom speaks about and as leaders, what we're focused on is to prepare the bride for the ultimate 
uh, ending of all things, the eschatological aspect of all things, which is when the kingdom of this world become the kingdom of our Lord and his Christ, and he rules and reigns with us. You know, the kingdom, of course, was really, I mean, it's talked about in the Old Testament. You see that in Isaiah and other passages, talk about the king and the kingdom. Of course, you know, it was not God's intention originally to have a king for Israel, uh, at least not at the time that they, the people said, we must have a king so we can be like every other nation. Saul was not, I don't believe, God's number one choice. See, he, his intention was a David, a man after God's own heart. But the king and the kingdom, I mean, clearly that's a theme that you find both in the Old Testament and in the New Testament. Of course, in the, in the New Testament, Jesus introduced the concept of the kingdom. It was introduced at a time when people had an eschatological end of all things, end times perspective. That is, it was a good time for the Messiah to come. They had been looking for that. They were tired of the oppression of Rome. And, and so they were looking and hoping and believing that someone would come that would you know, overthrow the Roman government and establish uh, rule and reign of God from Jerusalem to all of the nations. That was the eschatological hope of that day. Well, when Jesus came, he began to preach and proclaim the kingdom, the kingdom, the kingdom. And the kingdom was in him, and the kingdom is in him, and the kingdom now is in us. And so he talked about, of course, Jesus, about the last days. And of course, that was really, that theme was picked up on the, on the day of Pentecost, the first day of the church, which uh, Peter makes this statement. As Joel the prophet has said, in the last days, I will pour out my spirit. Now, he wasn't talking about our day and our time. No, he was talking about the last days were started on the first day of the church. The last day was when the Holy Spirit was poured out. And it was really the last day, not of the end of the world, but the end of the age, the end of the old covenant now was coming to pass. The establishment of a new covenant in Jesus' blood, a covenant in the Spirit. That's what was being established in that day. And so I guess in that sense, we still live in the last days. We're in that age and we're looking forward to the age to come where Christ rules and reigns with us and we rule and reign with him forever. And so really the key scripture we're going to be looking at, and we'll talk more about this scripture as we go, uh, we'll probably refer to it many times, is Romans chapter 14, verse 17. Because, you know, Paul, I mean, in his preaching, his teaching, similar to Jesus, he preached about the kingdom, the kingdom, the kingdom. And so he talks about in Romans chapter 14, verse 17, the kingdom of God is not. It's not like, it's not the world systems, it's not food, it's not drink, it's not rules and regulations, but it's righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. So we know everything in the kingdom is really in Holy Spirit, and we'll be talking more about that. You know, another quote we have in, in the, the next chapter is, whenever God rules over the human heart as king, there is the kingdom of God established by Paul Harrison. You know, in that sense, we are, we are living in the ever-present eschatological reality. We are living in the last days every day. We're living in the end times right now. We are living with an absolute hope in the resurrection that Jesus inaugurated in his resurrection on Easter Sunday. 
And so we know that wherever God reigns, there is his realm, that is his territory. And it starts by reigning in the earth, if you will, of our hearts. You know, the key thing for leaders, of course, is we want to make sure that people recognize that they have a king. And it's not their ego, it's not themselves, it's not their wife or their husband, not mommy or daddy, and it's not their pastor or a pope, but their leader, their king, is Jesus. And he rules and reigns from his throne in heaven. And so from the garden to the ultimate glory of God, from Moses' time all the way through David's kingdom and until our present time, we know that God's intention is to establish the fullness of his kingdom. And so we're going to be focusing our attention on the kingdom of God. So in our next session, we'll be looking more closely at that and, and why it's important and when it was inaugurated and, and how it affects our lives even today. So again, thanks for coming along with me on this journey. I'm just praying that God will so fill you with a sense of God's, I don't know, his ex the excitement of that we're in the right kingdom, that we are following the right king, and we are going to see the fulfillment of his purposes in and through our lives for the glory of God. <laughs>